All right, what's going on, guys? My name is Mateo. Welcome back. Here to give you some updates on inflation today. Uh, and we're going to link that in with taxes and some other things because it looks like they're upgrading the tax brackets. It looks like they're upgrading the amount of deductions that they're going to give people as well as the COLA adjustments, which are the cost of living adjustments that they give to people on Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, etc. And it's not going to keep up with inflation. And this is a problem for anyone who is on these beneficial services that they get from the government. And as much as we don't believe in stuff like that because we want a free market, we don't want people to get handouts and stuff like this, um, it is going to hurt a lot of people who have paid into the system, who believe that they are going to receive something back, and they're not going to get it, especially with inflation going to get out of control <clears throat> probably in the next year more so than it already has. And they've already set the 2022 tax brackets. They've already set the amount of deductions which is going to be accepted in the 2022 tax year, and that's going to make it so that they can't really be changed unless there is some legislative will to do so, uh, as far as I'm concerned. I'm actually not sure how the process for that works. But yeah, I mean, what's going to happen is your taxes are going to go up because of this. And nobody's really talking about this. This is a hidden tax, which is going to hit a lot of people. And it's going to hurt the elderly. It's going to hurt a lot of people perhaps on food stamps uh, who are supposed to be getting a certain allotted amount for food every week. Uh, I don't think that they're going to adequately update what that allotment should be based on inflation. And so you're going to see a lot of people squeezed out as a result of this. So let's go ahead and get into the content. Remember, guys, to like the video, uh, to subscribe to the channel. Uh, thank you for everyone who's new to the channel, and thank you for everyone sharing those links. Really appreciate it. And before we get started, uh, there was somebody who sent a private super chat. Um, he just said, "Our matey. So it was a private chain super chat. He included the uh, super chat uh, thing in the memo, and that's what you can do if you want to support the channel and have a little bit of fun here. Uh, you can do that with Conceal Networks, Anno, Pirate Chain. And if you send a donation with uh, Monero, you can email me what you want me to say and it's a fun way that we could uh just uh mess around with our awesome pirate cryptocurrencies privacy cryptocurrencies excuse me so here we go the standard deduction and tax bracket thresholds will be raised by three or four percent this is nowhere near the level of inflation that is actually happening and we'll get to talking about inflation here in a little bit uh inflation is already a tax Poor inflation indexing for tax brackets and deductions is another hidden tax being tacked on. And I made this tweet yesterday. So let's go ahead to the article that I tweeted about. This will be commenting on what the increases of those tax brackets will be. The IRS said that the income thresholds for federal tax brackets will be higher in 2022, reflecting the faster pace of inflation, but not totally. We'll get to that. That means a married couple will need to earn almost $20,000 more next year to enter into the top tax bracket. And it's going to stay at 37%. So they adjust these tax brackets every year based on rising consumer prices, typically the CPI, which is um, they've changed their calculations quite a lot over the years. And it nowhere near now represents what the actual inflation rate is. But even then, as we'll get to, the CPI that they're reporting as of now, year over year from October to last October is more than the adjustments that they're making here for 2022. Um, so that's something to note. 
the IRS said that it is adjusting other thresholds to reflect inflation, such as the standard deduction for married couples, which will rise 3.2%, just 3.2%. Even so, that increase won't match the pace of inflation, which has already accelerated this year due to the supply chain snarls, labor shortages, and other issues, which are going to get worse, especially as wages continue to go down, real wages versus actual inflation. Some people are getting raises out there, but... If you are an employee, you're just going to get crushed. You're going to get crushed. The only people who are going to be able to keep up with this stuff are people providing services and goods in the economy as business owners and as people who are 1099 contractors. Um, I know my buddy Jesse. Uh, he has a crane company, and he's going to have to increase his prices as well. And he's going to be able to keep up with this. I mean, when trees fall on people's houses, you're going to need a crane. Uh, when crocodiles end up in your kitchen, you're going to need a crane, right? Um, that is pretty inelastic as far as the demand goes. So he's going to be relatively okay from what I understand, although uh, the parts that he's going to have to pay for and everything else to maintain his crane is going to go up as well. Um, hopefully it keeps up with that. But of course, uh, not many people are going to be in that position. Employees are going to get absolutely destroyed by this inflation, that's going to disincentivize people to go to work, right? And then you're going to have more supply chain issues, which leads to shortages, which leads to more higher prices, and this turns into a big spiral, you see? So let's continue. Consumer prices increased 6.2% in October from the year ago, uh, from, yeah, the year ago period, faster than their 5.4% the previous month. So it's getting worse. It's compounding. That's taking a bite out of the household budgets and reducing their purchasing power with families paying more for everything from gasoline to food. Yes, and the food inflation is getting pretty out of control, especially in regards to meat. Uh, that I've been reading about. The IRS adjusts about 60 tax provisions every year to prevent what is called bracket creep. Bracket creep occurs when people are pushed into higher income tax brackets or have reduced value from credits and deductions due to inflation instead of any increase in real income. But this is what's going to happen. Uh, they can try to do that. They can make it look like they're doing that, but that's not what's actually happening. They're not increasing it enough. And if the government actually cared about you, and do we really need to speculate on whether or not the government cares about you, they would increase it to a level to where they are sympathetic with the population and make it so it's over what the anticipated inflation rate is, just in case they're wrong, you know? But that's not what's happening. They're being cheap. So overall, the new tax bracket income thresholds represent increases of about 3%. In the prior year, the increases were closer to 1%. And it was way more than 1% in the prior year, of course. So this creep has been happening for a long time now. So people are paying more and more tax in real terms. And not only that, but inflation is eating more of their money which is in and of itself a hidden tax. So everybody's tax is going up. Everybody's tax is going up. And because the deductions are not keeping up with the stuff, uh, the amount that you're getting from the government in regards to benefits is going down. So this is what you can expect to happen when governments are kicking the can further and further down the road. They're running out of money, which is why we've talked about in many prior videos how they're going to come after the crypto bros. The IRS was just granted $80 billion over the next 10 years to develop new technologies to determine people's gains and losses on public blockchain cryptos, uh, to pr 
pursue people who haven't been paying their taxes on the blockchain uh, in trading and things like this. So a lot of people who are in crypto are going to get letters in the mail. They're going to go after your money. And we anticipate that people in crypto are probably going to be used as a scapegoat because when you have a lot of people suffering out there, and they're like, no, this isn't fair. You have so many people getting rich off crypto. They didn't even build these projects. A lot of the stuff is just gambling and speculation. I mean, how can they get so rich while we're suffering? We need to take their money. So you can anticipate that happening. And I imagine unrealized capital gains taxes are going to make a return. They're going to make a comeback, even though they were pushed to the sidelines this time around. But they'll make a comeback. And we've been hearing about patriot taxes and other ridiculous things. So they're going to increase other taxes, and this is going to be compounded on top of you, which just, I mean, pay your taxes. I am a tax uh, professional. I'm licensed, and I know about this stuff, but I will say this is going to entice people to just get off the system. This is going to entice people to stop using their money. This is going to entice people to conduct business and have that business be conducted in maybe a private crypto like Monero right? Um, because I imagine a lot of people are going to do tax planning over the next year because people are going to be penny pinching. They're going to be concerned about their finances. And perhaps one thing that people may do, and I'm not advising anyone to do this, I'm just saying people may think this, is they go to their employer and they say, hey, look, I'm about to get into the next tax bracket if I make another X amount of money, X amount of dollars. How about you just pay me with Monero? or you pay me with cash, but we know cash is being phased out. It's getting harder to get. Um, well, hard to get. In some places like India, that's the case, but we'll see how that manifests over here with the CBDCs. I mean, certainly it's going to get harder to get, but we're moving into a cashless society. What I'm saying is they're going to try to get paid under the table, okay? And I imagine that private cryptos and cash is going to be used to do that. So... That's something to note. A lot of the stuff is going to play into tax planning for a lot of people who maybe don't want to be moved into these higher tax brackets because in real terms, they're not making more money and they know they're getting screwed. So that's something to note. Again, I'm not advising anyone to do this. Follow the law, pay your taxes, comply uh, with the law. Um, and that's getting harder and harder for me to say, seriously, with everything going on. But I have to say that, right? So that's just something to note. This is moving up 3%. And they just said back here, and this is for 2022. I mean, they're anticipating like inflation just stops. <laughs> uh, yeah. And it's not going to stop. It's not transitory. It's getting worse. But they're saying it's 6.2%, which is double the increase in the tax bracket uh, allowances. And that's from this October to last October. And these rates, again, are for 2022. Like, people are going to get screwed. This is totally unacceptable. So, the IRS said the personal exemption will remain at zero. Yeah, because they doubled the standard deduction. The agency said it's also boosting the standard deduction to account for inflation. Yeah, but how much are they increasing that? $800. Oh, boy. Right. Right. And that's not uh, keeping up with inflation either. I think they measured that at about 3% as well. So, yeah. Yeah, you're going to get less money deducted, and you're going to get more money taxed. Yep, yep, yep. So, let's get to the next article. This is for our 
Elders who are living on Social Security. Social Security cost of living adjustment will be 5.9 in 2022. Biggest annual hike in 40 years. Yeah, so that's indicative of inflation absolutely exploding, but it's still not enough. And my question here is, if they're increasing this 5.9%, why aren't they increasing the tax brackets, the income thresholds for the tax brackets, 5.9% as well? Like that 5.9% number is double the 3% number. That doesn't make any sense. Why wouldn't you have a uniform increase? Because you're basically saying one agency is wrong about inflation and the other one is right. Both of them are wrong, of course. I mean, inflation is really like 15 to 20%. It's it's really bad. Uh, but this is just something to note, of course. Social Security cost of living adjustment for 2022 will be 5.9 for 2022. The annual increase will be the highest in about 40 years. In 2021, the cost of living adjustment was 1.3%. So that's quite something. Um, that is about a 4x increase in the cost of living adjustment. Um, basically, what they're saying is inflation has gone up by 400%. Uh, am I doing the math right? How could you increase this 400% uh, and have inflation make it look like it's only, what, 10% year on year at, at best. Again, just statistics flying around that don't make sense. Am I doing the math? I can't believe this. In 2021, their COLA adjustment is 1.3%. And now it's going to be 5.9. That That's astounding. So the Social Security cost of living adjustment will be 5.9 in 2022. It'll be the biggest boost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, that's something to note. It is crucial for Social Security beneficiaries and their families as they try to keep up with the rising costs. Well, they're going to be squeezed to death by inflation. Like, God be with all the people who are relying on Social Security, food stamps, Medicare, Medicaid, and all these government benefits, which are going to become increasingly like nothing. And forget about relying on the government for retirement. Like, I hear, I still hear old people say, man, I can't wait till I'm on Social Security. I can't wait to get that money back that I paid into the system. Well, I'm sorry to tell you, you were scammed. You were totally scammed by the government. I mean, Social Security is, a, is like a giant pyramid scheme. Like, the first person who got Social Security, they got like $22,000 out more than they paid in. And then, increasingly, the people over the next couple of decades, they got more out than they paid in and then it shifted to being somewhat equal you know you paid in what you got out and now the people moving into retirement are totally shafted and this is the generation which has saved the less for retirement from all the previous generations with their own private money so they're going to get absolutely destroyed by this absolutely destroyed and i think it's like only 10 percent of americans own stocks and that's the only thing keeping up quote unquote with inflation um but even then it's it's hard to find yield if you want to find yield, you got to take a lot of risk. You got to get into like cryptocurrencies, right? So again, probably good to get off the system. Probably good to, I'm not making financial advice, but uh, Monero is going to make sense to a lot of people. But we need more people to start selling things in Monero. We need more people to develop these parallel economies to incentivize that, which is what we're trying to do here. So social security benefits are adjusted annually using a specific set of con 
consumer price index data. Well, it's fudged. Totally fudged. Oh, this is quite a statistic. Wow. While the Social Security beneficiaries confront rising costs of living, the average COLA cost of living adjustment in the past decade was just 1.65%. Wow. So they've been getting screwed for a while. But it's about to get worse. Yeah, this is quite something. Social Security is going to get bankrupt very quickly. I mean, they already were having shortages, and they were already terribly underfunded. Now they're going to have to increase their allocations and their allotments by roughly 6%. That's quite something. And you have less people paying into the system, right? And we'll get to statistics here in a sec where a lot of people just aren't going back to work. They don't see the reason for that. So you have less money getting taken up for revenues and through taxes, uh, and you have more money going out. I mean, it's going to collapse. It's going to collapse. So let's get to inflation. U.S. consumer prices jumped 6.2% in October, the biggest inflation surge in more than 30 years. Core inflation stripping out food and energy increased 4.6%. And I believe for fuel and for food, it was roughly 5.5% from what I read. Yep, worse than expected in October, hitting its highest point in 30 years. Yeah, so inflation's getting out of control. And they're now starting to say it's not uh, sticky or what, whatever they said. Oh, it's just temporary. It's uh, transitory inflation. And now they're saying, eh, it might be prolonged. It might uh, stick around with us a little longer than we expected. And now they're coming out and saying inflation is good. Inflation is good, guys. Forget about those survival instincts when you go to the store and you see prices rising, which makes you a little bit nervous, which breaks a little bit of a sweat for you. It's a good thing. It's a really good thing. They expected inflation to come in hot in October. It came in sizzling. Yeah, that sounds like something Peter Schiff would say. This is shiftgold.com, by the way. And the prior two articles were uh, CNBC and MSN.com. So... The reality of Americans, the reality that Americans are facing when they shop is year-over-year inflation rates or annualized inflation rates north of 10%. This is what Peter Schiff is saying. So we really have double-digit inflation if the government were accurately reporting the inflation. So producer prices going up significantly. Uh, the PPI for commodities skyrocketed 22.2% year-over-year. Uh, and there are still some people saying that we're in the early stages of a commodity super cycle. And we're definitely in the early stages of an oil run. If all of this craziness that's going on in the environmental ESG sphere uh, continues to get more crazy, uh, where we're decreasing our investment in oil, in production, in discovery, in exploration, the regulations get worse. We have to rely more on Russia and Arabia for oil. And by the way, Gazprom continues to outperform. Uh, just a note on that. Even though there is some things going on with the Nord Stream 2 pipeline, it seems, over in Germany. They're going to need that Russian oil. I mean, I, I don't care what anyone says. The Europeans are nuts when it comes to this stuff uh, about climate change. So, yeah, they're going to need that Russian oil because I think Germany shut down like 13 coal power plants 
and now they're trying to rely totally on solar and wind. It's not working. They didn't follow the laws of economics to do this stuff. They're just like de facto, you know what, let's do an experiment with the very fundamentals of civilization, which is energy. Let's just get off uh, you know, fossil fuels and give these new technologies a shot because that's a really wise idea. Isn't it? But we'll see how it turns out. Ultimately, the increase in energy costs is going to, again, make inflation go sky high. Uh, that's going to increase transportation costs, packaging costs, manufacturing costs. Uh, it's energy, right? I mean, it's the very fundamental thing which makes civilization function. If that goes up significantly, and some people are saying it's going to go to you know, $200 in 2022, $200 a barrel. And right now it's about, well, I don't know, but it's, it's going up a lot. So that's something to note. Consumers should be concerned about the prices that producers pay, but they generally don't start to worry until those higher costs get passed onto them in the form of higher prices. Right, and I suspect... Yeah, here we go. This is interesting. The Biden administration finally acknowledged higher prices, conceding they hurt Americans' pocketbooks, but the White House statement essentially blamed them on rising energy prices and price gouging, as if that could cause widespread price increases across the entire economy. There's no acknowledgement that printing trillions of dollars out of thin air and showering Americans with stimulus money might be a factor in this inflation world. Yeah, well, the the Fed keeps saying that they're going to taper. They're not going to taper. We've been saying this for the longest time. It's not going to happen. Um, And the more that they continue to print money like this, the less likely it is that they are going to taper because the more catastrophic it's going to be. Like, if they were going to taper, they would have done it by now because they see what's happening. Like, they've had this mystical 2% inflation target for the last 10 years. And now we're at 6%. And what are they doing? They're going to continue to print $120 billion every single month to buy mortgage-backed securities and U.S. treasuries. (laughs) It's insane. And who knows? Maybe they run off collateral before this hyperinflation thing gets going. But, you know, looks like Turkey is about to get to that point. But that's because they have crazy central bankers who don't know what they're doing. In response to inflation, they actually want to cut rates instead of raise rates, which is 180 of what you want to do. But that's their philosophy over there. It's making the Turkish lira just plunge into the abyss. Perhaps, well, we'll get to that later. But uh, yeah, I mean, a lot of this is because of the Fed. Now, supply chain problems are also compounding on top of that. But one thing I want to note here, this is important for Monero. When you look at this statement here, price gouging, That is what you see before there are price controls implemented. And I've been predicting for a while here on this channel that we're going to see price controls. Um, Now, for energy prices, that would be interesting because you can't really sell those things on the dark net. But if you have price controls for energy, uh, that's going to lead to massive shortages. It's going to be a huge problem. But here's the deal. If prices really start to skyrocket, And this causes a lot of political pressure on the administration going into 2022 and going into 2024. You can anticipate that there will be price controls. And who knows, maybe the corporations themselves do soft price controls because they're getting a lot of negative media attention. But if that happens, what you can anticipate is that a lot of people are going to take these items, which are subject to the price controls. They're going to take them off the market and then they're going to sell them into the black market. They're going to go on these dark net marketplaces. They're going to sell them there for the fair market value. And then what are you going to need in order to buy those goods? Well, you're going to need Monero. So 
inflation, supply control problems leads to more inflation, which leads to shortages, which leads to uh, more inflation, which leads to price controls, which leads to shortages again, because people are going to take things off of the regular market to sell into the black market. Because when you have shortages, smart people are like, okay, well, uh, or when you have price controls, smart people are like, oh, well, you can take these goods, you can sell them into the black market for a higher price than the uh, mandated price. And so that leads to higher black market activity, an explosion of dark net marketplaces, and the explosion for the use of Monero, uh, which is a private cryptocurrency, right? So that is bullish Monero. Bearish human life, of course, but this is just the reality that we're dealing with. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen continues to push the transitory inflation narrative. Yep. She says the Fed won't let inflation get out of control. Yeah, we'll see about that. So, yeah, this is just more stuff about this. And here's some things about earnings and wages. Meanwhile, average real weekly earnings have gone negative. In other words, wages aren't keeping up with the rising prices. This underscores the fact that inflation is a tax and it hits the middle class and the working people the hardest. And of course, a lot of that inflation goes into asset prices, it goes into bonds, it goes into stocks, real estate, cryptocurrencies increasingly. So the people who own these assets, namely the top 10%, the rich, well, they do very well in these environments, but everybody else just gets completely destroyed. So yeah, this is not good. This is not good. So let's go to this comment on the CPI. Peter Schiff says the CPI is a lie. Well, we don't need to go into this. We know they lie. We've talked about that in different videos. So Stephanie Rule from NBC, uh, she had said that there's a dirty little secret about inflation. And of course, she says, it's great for the economy. Let's go, Brandon, right? Um, fact the cost stuff that Americans are buying is rising at its fastest pace in 30 years. Fact, short-term inflation expectations surged to a new cycle high, the highest since 2008. Fact, as buying attitudes for homes, cars, and large household durables have crashed to record lows, Biden's approval ratings is crashing. And it's at the uh, lowest for any president since World War II. Or it's crashing at the fastest pace of any president since World War II. Right. So, yeah, just look at these charts. Look at these charts. Inflation's going ham. Uh, people are not wanting to go out and buy things. And unfortunately, because we bought so many Chinese goods, I mean, you're going to have to continue to buy things. That's one thing about inflation which is interesting. And I think Dave Kalman made this ar argument in his uh, 2020 wrap-up, which is also posted on Zero Hedge here. This is Zero Hedge. Where he said that the decline in the quality of goods is in and of itself inflationary. Because if you can only get so much value out of a particular good, that is to say it has a higher depreciation rate uh, than goods in the past, then that means you have to consistently buy more goods, which means those goods are de facto becoming more expensive because you have to buy them with increasing frequency. So the fact that the quality of the goods has gone down because we're shipping so much stuff from China and some of these other third world places, uh, rather than making it here, uh, well, that's inflationary as well. And you're going to have to continue to buy more stuff. Uh, that is inelastic now because we don't have manufacturing here. So that's something to note. 
So it's no surprise that last week we saw MSNBC go to bat for the Biden administration, and then they said it was for good. The inflation was for good, right? So we talked about that in a prior video. Yeah, just total propagandizing. But one thing I want to show you guys here. Look at this chart. Look at this chart. Real wages have declined for seven straight months. So again, why go back to work? Why why wouldn't you just follow Wall Street bets and trade stocks? Like we wonder to ourselves, why is it so many foolish people are getting into Dodge and Shibu and uh, you know riding the waves of these ridiculous cryptocurrencies, which ultimately have no value? Why are so many people engaging in this high-risk gambling behavior? Well, it's because they're desperate, right? It's because they're desperate. They're literally being squeezed to death by inflation, financially speaking. And that said, that encourages people to, to take high-risk gambits in markets like the cryptocurrency market, right? They're not going to buy something like Monero, which is heavily shorted, which doesn't have a lot of exciting price action. They're going to buy things which are going up, right? And they don't even care about the fundamentals. There is a report that 20% of Ukrainians who are in the cryptocurrency, they have no idea what they're invested in. They don't even know what it is. They just buy it because it's going up. And that's most people in these cryptos, right? And so... When you have something like Monero, which really works, which is probably the best cryptocurrency on the market out there, well, look, when it's not making any moves, people who are in this position are not too excited about it uh, because people's time preferences are going up. I think time preference, when it goes up, it means people are making more choices in the moment, day by day, things like that. They're not looking at the long-term picture here. Now, I still think, and I make the case, as we have for many months, that Monero's just going to go freaking nuclear, okay? So are many other privacy-oriented cryptos. Like, the whole trade ogre sector, in my opinion, is just going to go, poof, it's going to move. But the thing is, in the short term, people, because they are panicking about what's going on financially in their lives, they're not interested in making long-term financial decisions. Um, if anything, they're selling their stocks uh, or their long-term plays, I guess you could say more specifically. A lot of people are still getting into stocks. They're buying crap like Tesla because it's going up again. Uh, Tesla does not have any legitimate claim to be a trillion-dollar value company. None at all. They barely sell any cars. But nevertheless, people are buying Tesla because it's going up. Everything is based on momentum. But look, when that momentum crashes, that's when the carnage is going to start. Because the people who are experiencing this right here with their wages, who are being crushed... Their last hope is in momentum stocks and in these momentum cryptos, right? And when that bursts, when that bubble bursts, it's going to be epic. Like that's going to be the start of the downfall, right? And so they can't let it crash, which is why the Fed needs to continue to print money. They can't raise interest rates. They can't prick these bubbles because that's going to cause serious social unrest. So as consumer prices are accelerating away from incomes, right? So look at that chart as as well you have a divergence there but again that's using the uh cpi the divergence is much is much worse uh household savings hit a record high over the pandemic uh well and what happened since then the savings rate has crashed back to pre uh bug norms as americans have burned through that pent-up cash to cover the soaring cost of living so look Savings rate is still down. Uh, you had a little bit of a boost because of the stimulus. And I think that there is conversation now that they're talking about having another stimulus check be issued. 
a fourth stimulus check. And, you know, Andrew Yang was lapped off the stage a couple years ago because he wanted to give money to everybody, and now it's a thing. So, just look at this chart as well. Uh, global central bank liquidity, uh, increasing stocks and bonds. Uh, meanwhile, the labor force participation is crashing, probably because real wages are crashing. Nobody wants to go back to work. And who the hell would want to go back to work to wear a freaking mask all day? And who the hell would want to go back to work to work for people who are going to shame them for not getting the stabby, right? I mean, it's become actually dangerous to go back to work for a lot of people because they're going to be pressured into medical experiments. They're going to have to wear masks, which deprive them of oxygen. Uh, it's not enjoyable, right? It's becoming less enjoyable. So, yeah. Yeah, this is quite something. And I, I love these uh, I love these memes right here. The meme is complete. There won't be inflation. There is no inflation. Inflation is transitory. And inflation is good. <laughs> And there's a better one down here. Yeah, check this one out. We've come full circle. Uh, first headline, the inflation scare doesn't match reality. Second headline, inflation looks bad now, but it's pretty much sticking to the script. Third headline, opinion, Republicans are scaremongering about inflation to derail the Democratic agenda. Fourth headline, don't rant about short-staffed stores and supply chain woes. Try to lower your expectations. Yes. And then the final headline, why the inflation we're seeing now is a good thing. <laughs> so uh, it's the same gaslighting that we see over and over again, right? It's two weeks to flatten the curve, and then you're on lockdown for a year. It's there are no mandates coming to take this medical experiment. Now you're mandated to take it. So you're seeing just tyranny increasing at an exponential pace all over the world. Like, I think Austria is now in full lockdown. Ireland's heading that direction. Australia is just a mess. I mean, it's just a prison. Uh, other European states are following suit. And they're starting with the unstabbed right now, but it's now expanding to encompass everybody. And I think in India, they're going on a climate lockdown. That's what they're saying, a climate lockdown, in order to reduce the level of smog or something like this. I mean, it's crazy what's going on. The tyranny is going insane. So, there's a lot of gaslighting going on to lead you into this without you freaking out, right? Operation Lockstep, and the pot is starting to boil, right? The frogs are starting to freak out. U.S. consumer prices are soaring at their fastest rate in 40 years. Again, from Zero Hedge. Uh, yep. And Chinese inflation is also taking off. It's one of the reasons why they had a hard time figuring out the Evergrande situation because you had inflation starting to take off over there. And if you print a whole bunch of money in order to bail out Evergrande, which is you know a big commercial real estate company, which has $300 billion of liabilities, well, that's going to cause even more inflation. And that's going to create a moral hazard, which makes it so other people take more risks, and then you have to bail them out too when they get in hot water, right? So they're trying to reduce that. I mean, they're trying to balance a very tight, tight rope is what I'm trying to say. So U.S. producer prices rise at record record pace in October. Uh, margin pressures continue to build. So that's happening too. Finally, the pipeline for 
Oh, what, what did they say? The pipeline for inflationary impulses in final demand PPI looks very scary. Yeah, it's starting to go nuclear. So, yep, yep, yep. Inflation's taking off. Inflation is taking off. So, what do we glean from all of this? What do we glean from all this? What does this have to do with Monero? So, there are going to be price controls, in my opinion. There are going to be price controls that come because there are going to be a lot of desperate people who can't get their basic goods. The corporations are going to be held responsible for this, whether there are soft price controls, whether there are hard price controls instituted by governments, there are going to be price controls which come. Uh, or there's going to be rationing. And we've already seen a little bit of this idea creep into uh, the consciousness, particularly with um, climate change and carbon footprint concerns. Like MasterCard is coming out with a credit card that says you can only get uh, so many goods as long as it doesn't go over your uh, carbon footprint limit. So they're working with global central banks on establishing a CBDC for all these global central banks. They're also working on carbon credit cards. Piece those two together. Okay, so that's the new financial system which is coming. And it could be that in order to address these rations, in order for it to not be blamed on the central banks, they say, hey, for the climate... You're just going to have to consume less. You're going to have to eat bugs. You're going to have to get that little crunch on in your mouth uh, to save the planet, right? So we could have rationing on the way because of the way that they've completely screwed up the economy, but they're going to blame it on climate change. And they're starting to blame a lot of stuff on climate change. Like babies having heart problems, they're blaming it on climate change. Uh, they're saying that having more women in charge of corporations is good for climate change. Like the religion that this climate change thing is is going to get out of control i mean this is the next big thing this is how they're going to justify further lockdowns this is how they're going to justify further surveillance as we talked about in our esg environmentalist economic conquest video where our al gore is sponsoring like a new surveillance state to be implemented to spy on everybody's carbon emissions i mean it's crazy what's coming because of this climate change thing but in regards to this monero is going to become very important if you want to keep up your lifestyle if you want to get access to goods, which are undergoing shortages, uh, if you want to uh, sell things for the fair market value, you're going to have to go on to these dark net marketplaces and sell these things to people who have Monero. Um, this is going to be, and I don't recommend anyone doing this. I'm not, eh, I'm not advising, advising anyone breaking the law or anything like that. But this is going to become a thing. This is absolutely, absolutely, absolutely going to become a thing. And all this plays in to our massive, mega, hyper-nuclear bullish case for Monero. It's going to be epic. And there are more developments happening every day. Uh, Cake Wallet is working on making it so that you could buy Monero with cash. Uh, directly on Cake Wallet. Sponsor the channel. We love Cake Wallet. Thank you. And more good things are happening all the time from Monero. Uh, atomic swaps are opening up. You're going to be able to swap from Ethereum to Monero, from Bitcoin into Monero, which they themselves comprise of, you know, a $1.8 billion or $1.8 trillion, excuse me, pool of money. Um, you're going to be able to uh, use Haveno in the future. Uh, hopefully that gets up and started soon, which is a private peer-to-peer -peer decentralized exchange, which is going to make it so that you don't have to go to a centralized exchange to get your Monero and you could trade for whatever cryptocurrency that you want to using a Monero base pair, which means that all of your transactions are fundamentally private. And given a lot of people are like, yeah, I don't want to have all my short-term capital gains 
be included into my income, which the tax brackets are not moving thereof. Like they're going to want to move uh, their trading operations to something like Haveno, which means more capital moving into Monero, more transactions, which are already going sky high. We just hit a new transaction all time high the other day. So incredible, incredible bullish things happen for Monero. And while I'm not happy about the inflationary circumstances going on here, uh, they're very bullish for Monero as well. So that is all I have to say. Thank you guys for tuning in and checking out the channel. Monero Mateo, please give us a like. Please give us a, a subscription. Uh, we're trying to get to 1,000 before Christmas. That would be absolutely wonderful. So please help us accomplish that goal. Um, please check us out on Patreon as well. Uh, I would like more patrons to go over there. Uh, you get some extra content. You get some stickers if you would like them. Uh, where, where are my Monero stickers? Uh, yes, check this out. You can get some of these. The People's Money. Yes. So it's awesome. Become a patron. Uh, you can check us out on the social media links below. And you can donate to the addresses we have below as well for all of our lovely private cryptos. With that said, my name is Mateo. We're out. Have a great day. God bless.